Welcome to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Scientific Healing, a fusion of modern science and ancient healing arts, empowers you to take charge of your life to get healthy no matter what your doctor says. Discover how you can manage your own energy to improve your health, vitality, and prosperity from Anastasia and her guests. Are you ready to live your best and most energized life ever? Here's your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Scientific Healing Radio, and I'm your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. I know the power of vibrational healing by combining physics and ancient healing arts to develop my own system that has produced what many would call medical miracles for hundreds of people. Discover how you can protect your energy when working with others as a healer or coach at scientifichealer.com. Today I'd like to address some issues about the current health crisis happening in this country. There are really ways to solve it and let's address some of that. We have the most expensive health care system. It costs almost twice per capita than the next country down, yet we are 39th in terms of longevity. Two-thirds of the people in this country have stress issues to the point that their adrenal glands are have failed or are failing. And there are a hundred million, hundred million, we only have what, about 335 million people in this country? A hundred million statin prescriptions for lowering cholesterol. Cancer is on the rise and is at an all-time high and heart disease isn't doing much better. There are more obese people than, than ever. To address this issue, I want to talk about a solution. And today I have my special guest host, Gwen Leppard. Hi, Gwen. Good morning. Hey there, Anastasia. Good morning. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I just wanted to, to agree with what you're talking about. We, we do have a crisis, and, and this is a really, really powerful solution that, that you have. And although there's, there's many safe alternatives, and there's a lot of knowledge about healthy living, healthy eating, and the lifestyle, it's out there. It's, it's everywhere. Every phone has access to the information via the web, but we just can't seem to get it together. Yeah, I I had to have been frustrated for years, and when I started looking at the information, um, this was actually in my teens and 20s, because I started developing issues even back then, and I had to do it the old-fashioned way. I had to go to the library and look up books and look up journal articles and look up um, research projects and now we are spoiled with this instant information by and we don't have to wade through so much information because you can just do a, like a search in your search bar and get exactly what you need but the problem these days is that there's a lot of conflicting information so you go um you know you'll go on That's so true right exactly right. yeah there's, yeah there's there's all kinds of um latest miracle cures out there and if, if you're you search for something the next thing you know there's ads for things that are related all over your phone or all over your your, your desktop and you don't know what's what I've, I've seen plenty of them yeah it's just it's really terrible and not only that if you go on webmd they give you like the conservative conservative doctor's approach and they don't really talk about um they only 
uh, uh, you know, give you a names of drugs that might help, but they don't say, well, look, if you ate more oat bran, for example, it could lower your cholesterol, which has been really popular, and a lot of oat cereals have been sold based on that. And yeah. that that kind of information is actually dangerous because it's only partially helpful, right? Exactly. Or, you know, we have more antioxidants, just, you know, upping your fruit and specific types of fruit. And, and it's not the juice. They're, they're touting all these juices. This is, the, you know, the wonder juice. And it's the whole food that has the healing properties. And, and people don't know that. And I mean, myself, I've tried a number of diets in this last year, probably five or seven different diets looking for a solution to something that just hasn't been able to diet been completely dialed in. And I get more help when I do the energy work consistently and keep my diet really clean. And but, but going through all the different diets, there's so much information out there. It's really confusing. Yeah, it's not just diet, but it's also what, what will cure, like supplements. I remember back right. then when people were suffering from arthritis, there were a number of things thrown at them. Sharks, cartilage, um, then... then uh, different things like MSM or uh, glucosamine, chondroitin pills, and so on. And yep, yep, I did all those. I did them all. Right? And then they, they gave us tryptophan for sleeping, and then a few people died from a tainted batch, so that got, uh, um, that got banned from the U.S. And then there's a whole bunch of other natural cures, and all this gives the supplement industry and alternative medicine a really bad name because a lot of these companies are just there to make a buck, and, um, and they're just whatever, whatever bandwagon is out there rather than doing some really good science on it and doing some uh, double-blind studies. Everybody just jumps on the bandwagon and buys all this stuff, and all these people are making money, and it's not really helping. So, of course, the FDA is down on the supplement industry. And then, yeah, but what, what, really, what, what really bothers me about that is that you get one, one problem with, say, the tryptophan. Yes. Or, you know, just you know, a couple of cases, and it, it shuts them down because it's a supplement. But look at how many people die from actual medicines that are FDA-approved. I mean, the amount of people that actually die from, you know, this list of, of, of side effects that they're advertising on television, one of the side effects could be death, or if you're taking for depression, more depression, or suicide. Yes. It, so as long as it's FDA approved, you can it can kill you, but you can have, but it's okay to prescribe and, and take. But if it's a supplement, and maybe a couple of people got a bad batch, then oh, it's done. You can't yeah. ever take that again. Right, it, and and there's right, and there's that problem too that. People, a lot of people have died just from Tylenol, which is a simple over-the-counter, um, you know, pain relief. People die from it. It's because it attacks the liver, and a lot of, a lot of various medications will contain Tylenol, and so now you're taking something for your runny nose, and you're taking something for a headache, and you're taking something else to help sleep, and they all have a portion of Tylenol in it, and then you get overdosed. Exactly. Right. And, and you're not even aware of it. That's the scary thing. Yeah, and the the long term the long term medication, the stuff that's supposed to help control cholesterol or blood pressure, or uh, diabetes, 
Um, there, there's a lot of problem with that. Even though they've done studies, they will skew the studies. And one example is statins. I, I know this because I wrote a book on lowering cholesterol, but naturally. And, right. Right? So, so it takes 220 people to taking the statin medication to help one person survive longer. And that and is, right, oh and that's under a half a percent success rate. And what they don't tell you is that 12% of the people will be afflicted with side effects such as diabetes or muscle pain, and sometimes it's completely irreversible. I know that there's a book out on, on memory problems, and as okay. soon as they stopped the medication, it was written by a doctor, as soon as he stopped the yeah. statin, his memory came back. But sometimes... Yeah, it seems like they're, they're trying to dumb down um, the, basically the population. Oh, you have high cholesterol. You have to get the cholesterol down. And when Actually, that might be a normal cholesterol for that person, and that's what feeds their brain. And they're you know very intelligent, and they speak really well and clearly, and then they start taking these drugs because their cholesterol is too high, and all of a sudden they can't put a sentence together. Yes, exactly. So, so now we know that um, one thing that conventional medicine doesn't really do well is that they never really heal your problem or cure you of the problem of high cholesterol. Their way of dealing with it is by taking a drug. And that, that thing for me is, hold on just a second. One of the cats had gotten in here and she decided that she was going to tell me all about it. <laughs> I understand. Okay, so um, so one of the things about conventional medicine is that they don't he handle chronic problems very well. You never get a cure. You know, you never uh, overcome type 2 diabetes. You just take metformin the rest of your life, which is a dangerous right. medication. And, and it's just covering the symptoms. Right? And it's just covering a symptoms. That's all it's doing. Right, and it's, it's still not the problem. And what it is is enabling people to continue their health destructive habits, but just having their health parameters, whether it's their blood sugar or their blood pressure or their cholesterol levels, look like they're healthy. The thing that's <laughs> <laughs> right. The thing that's <laughs> the, and, yet they, and yet they're exhausted, they're complaining, they have no you know, no energy, they have all kinds of eczema or whatever they've got going on. And they think, but but all my numbers are good. Yeah, it's exactly. Scary. It's it really is. <laughs> my my husband is a case in point. He when we got together three years ago, his brain was out to lunch. He was on nine medications and he was eighty pounds overweight. <laughs> and yeah. that's the typical person in their mid sixties. You know, not eighty pounds overweight, but you know, significantly overweight and out of shape and out of breath and out of out of brain power. So it's yeah, not that... I, I like how you were saying that, you know, if, if your face looks flabby, the inside of you is going flabby too. <laughs> you, know, you, yeah. you, you, can't, you can't have flabby inside and gorgeous outside, you know, <laughs> other than surgery, which doesn't look natural. 
<laughs> you know, it doesn't. And if you can read someone's energy, I'll, I'll stare at somebody. I'm going, something's wrong with that person's face. And then later I found out that they had the eye folds removed, <laughs> right? <laughs> or, right? Or they had a facelift or something. It's just like the energy of their 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 visage is off. So yeah, their 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 actual their meridians are are blocked. They've been broken, and yeah, they, they're they're no longer flowing. The right? energy is no longer flowing through that part of their body. Right, but conventional medicine is actually a miracle. There are some things that they do super duper duper well. Um, one example is if you've been in a car accident and you've been. Um, you know, and they arrive on the scene and they just hook you up to keep you alive. And hopefully your body is well enough to heal itself. And if you've had a heart attack or a stroke and they come and get you um, early enough, they can put you on machines and keep you alive until your body can heal itself. Or if yeah. you have a pneumonia or some serious illness, they can help keep you alive. Yeah. So they're they're really miracles. I mean, they did miracles for both my parents. My mom had a benign tumor that started when she was an infant, and it was in her spinal co- co- column. And if they hadn't gotten it, she would have died um, like almost 50 years ago. And she uh, survived 45 years after her surgery. And it was a miracle that she did. So I think that we need to bless doctors for all the amazing things that they do. But we also need to recognize that there are some things that they just don't do very well that other kinds of medicine do a lot better. This is yeah, so true. And, 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 and you're absolutely right that there's a really good need for conventional medicine. I broken bones, you know, <laughs> I, I would have a messed up arm if, you know, I, I wouldn't have been rushed to the hospital and the, the bone straightened and, and put into a cast. So, yeah, there's definitely places for them, and I love what you're saying about blessing the doctors and maybe also sending prayers for, their, for them to be more open to what is possible. Yeah, to, well, to I... Truly I, I actually I actually taught a lot of doc- that are now doctors while I was a physics professor. I used to teach physics to them while they were uh, before they got to medical school. And so I had hundreds of them go through my classes at University of Washington and at UNLV. I had hundreds of them go through. And one of the things that I really learned about the people that went into the helping sciences, whether it's dental, medical, optometry, whatever, whichever one, um, pharmacy, whichever one of those, when you talk to them, they are the kindest, most generous, most caring people. And a lot of them had a, a, a really amazing story of why they wanted to go into medicine. Like one of them said that her uh, her orthodontist saved her life because she could never smile, and after she got her teeth straightened, then she could have a, a broad, beautiful smile, and the amount of confidence that she got from it inspired her to become a dentist to help other children in the same situation. Um, other, other people who wanted to go to med- medical school had come from Vietnam and watched the ravages of war, and she wanted to go back and help her people. So she came to the United States and went to college and got into medical school. She was one of my top students. And she went back to Vietnam to, to treat uh, the people that had been ravaged by war. 
So they wow, right? Yeah, beautiful story, right? And some I, of I, I know that my 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 chiropractor fights with his battle. It's like he's been trained to to run a business. It's you know see people just run them through, and and he was also trained to like take people's blood pressure and be aware of things that maybe need conventional medicine, but also help with diet and. So he struggles with, do I, you know, do I do the big business and make money, or do I take care of my patient? And yes. he really wants to take care of his patient. Right, and so you can do a varying business models, but but the the more merciful one where you actually listen to people is where the success will come in. And that's why, um, you know, alternative medicine and energy healing why they are now coming into their own and they're blossoming at the moment. More and more practitioners are actually getting into it. And I personally know some doctors that have decided that the current medical system doesn't heal people and they wanted to figure out how to do it. So they, I call them the rebel doctors. They went out on their own and they learned what it is that people like you and I do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, so handling those chronic problems really requires a lifestyle change and a lot of times the acceleration of um, the healing. So sometimes a lifestyle change is too late. You know, you're older, you're in your 50s and your 60s, and you've been doing this same thing for 40 years. So 40 years of abuse on your body, turning it around is often difficult. So energy work, for example, can really help. And the other place that, um, that energy medicine uh, steps in is, is actually once a person has been stabilized, you can change their future. So, let, yeah. right? So let, 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 let's... I know that, yeah, I know that you've seen, I definitely know that you've seen that. Yes, and I have experienced it firsthand myself. So we'll talk about that story a little later, but let's get clear on the definitions, what conventional medicine is, what alternative medicine is, and some of there's some overlap, of course, and then what energy medicine is. Because what, what I specialize is energy medicine with a mixture of alternative stuff. And some alternative people have energy medicine mixed in with alternative, and some conventional people will mix in alternative. So, um, yeah, clarity would be good. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, in conventional medicine, the, the medical model is that um, when you go in, they discover what, you know, what the, the thing is that you have, they try to find a diagnosis. And then whatever the right. diagnosis is, there is either a surgical procedure or there is a medical procedure or even um, physical therapy or something like that to help solve the problem. So basically, I always say that conventional medicine is medicate or operate. So that's the general thing that um, that allows a cure. And then... Uh, if you get like measles or mumps like I did when I was little, um, you know, they make you comfortable and you just you just go through the process. So your body, your immune system takes over. And um, if the if the person is in trouble, let's say it's an adult that has measles, if they're in trouble, they get hospitalized and stabilized. 
and they get stabilized by infusions and things like that. So that's conventional. Alternative. And I, I'm curious the, um, that you're adding physical therapy in with conventional, or that it is lumped in there because it seems more like an alternative. It is. Um, it's a mixture. It, because it deals with the, the muscles and, and, and exercise and, and how you, um, your body mechanics. Right. And so it's, that it's, it's actually considered part of conventional and, and covered by insurance is actually really helpful for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. It does, it does way more than, than um, any of the other processes. And usually once you're operated on, you go through physical therapy. Or if you have a stroke and you, you know, have been hospitalized, they will have the physical therapy in there. So it is... Yeah, a, so if you can have physical therapy first, you might not need to operate. But yeah, uh, strokes, of course, those are, that's a totally different thing. Right, and that's just to re-energize the, the nerve pathways so they'll heal. And that is actually a form of energy medicine. So, like I said, there is an admixture of it, but the primary, the, you know, go-to thing is let's throw a prescription at it, for example. Right. <laughs> yes. And then alternative medicine doesn't use chemicals. They will use, so homeopathy is a mixture of energy and alternative but they don't use chemicals. They use uh, extracts from plants and animals. They'll use snake poisons. They'll use a very dilute. They'll use uh, things like, um, you know, plant extracts like the Bach flower remedies. And they'll also use vitamins, uh, herbs, and um, healthy foods to get you healthy. And then there's uh, a lot of things that fit in that category but they're actually energy medicine like acupuncture or massage or um, they they fit into more than one category and then yeah yeah yoga and, and dance med meditation those, ex those are all ex energy moving energy in your body exactly yoga you know yoga which is movement which is a kind of a physical therapy but it's it's a targeted movement where it works along, um, it works to stimulate the flow of energy up and down the body. So, yeah, yoga, qigong, um, tai chi, all those forms are, it, are definitely energy. It, absolutely, absolutely. And then there's, uh, then there's like pure energy medicine, which I practice. I, that's what I practice, but I also include talking about diet relationships. So it's, uh, you know, like talk therapy is also a kind of energy therapy. It's not as effective as some of the others because it takes a really long time. But if you combine talk I, therapy with energy, it can go really quickly. Yeah, the things that, that I've found, the work that I do with hypnosis and, and, and deep um deep subconscious work along with the energy medicine that provides really quick relief yeah on exactly the people that, I've, that I've been working with well it, well hypnosis is energy because you're appealing to the subconscious to change the flow of energy in the body it's basically what it's doing and then there's energy like uh, what I do which is shifting the energy flow in the body Right. So I can just yeah. I can just do it uh, even from a distance, shifting the energy flow in the body to promote a healing. 
And a lot of people that haven't been feeling good for a long time, let's say they had chemotherapy, um, after one session, a lot of them will say, this is the first time I feel normal in, in a year or two years or five years since I had the chemo. Like my brain hasn't functioned and I've had no energy. And that's the one experience. Of course, they're not healed quite yet, but their symptoms are abated almost immediately. So that's that kind of energy. So um, after the break, we'll talk a little bit more about that. And we'll talk about how, how to solve this particular crisis. Because we have these three systems that you can kind of loosely categorize. We have these three systems. So how do we get all of them to work together? So yeah, let's get them talking and, and creating something across the table so that there's there's a way for people to find out how to integrate the three different the conventional alternative and energy work. Right. And, and so they can really be well. Right. And the current system in energy medicine has its problems. So we'll cover some of that too. Okay, I want to remind all of our listeners that you are listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Choplis, and today my guest host is Gwen Leppard. When we return after the break, we'll dive deeper into scientific healing and how it can work for you. My dream of making a difference in people's lives started with a question. Four years ago, as part of a writing exercise, I was asked, what would you do if money were no object? Ever heard that one? As I sat with pen poised over paper, about to write, a big voice startled me. It wasn't audible, it was just there. You are going to impact global health. Now that idea was foreign to me, as I am a physicist and one of the world's experts on vibrations and materials, having spoken at 30 institutions in 12 countries around the world on this topic. Since then, I created hundreds of medical miracles with energy medicine. The problem is, I'm often looked at as someone who lures people away from conventional medical care, often labeled a quack. I'm sure many of you are familiar with this kind of story. While conventional medicine is a miracle for so many, it can't do everything. It's expensive and can create other problems. Energy medicine can pick up the slack just like when I helped a man with a traumatic brain injury. He had been rushed to the hospital and stabilized, but there in a coma. Although he was still alive due to the miraculous work of his doctors, he was expected to die due to the severity of his head injuries. I used my scientifically based energy protocols on him, which saved his life. This joint effort healed him and put him back together better than ever. Imagine the incredible potential for helping people if doctors understood energy medicine and what is possible. There are weaknesses in energy medicine and they include that it's unregulated. Many healers cross ethical boundaries. They don't know basic physiology, physics, or biochemistry or even how energy medicine works. So bridging the gap between conventional alternative and energy medicine becomes impossible because we simply can't understand each other. Join me, Dr. Anastasia Chopolis, in this mission at Scientific Healers Academy where you get to fill in your gaps. You rebel doctors, teachers, and healers, let's remove the word incurable from our vocabulary. 
For more information, send me a message at scientifichealer.com forward slash contact or texting me at 310-692-4036. That's scientifichealer.com forward slash contact or texting me at 310-692-4036. Let's impact global health together like never before. Welcome back. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. You can discover more about scientifically he- scientific healing and the deceptively simple processing processes. I can't say that three times fast. Processes for opening up your intuition and inner guidance system. Go to scientifichealer.com to connect with me to find out the programs that could work for you. Before the break, we were talking with my guest host, Gwen Leppard, about the health crisis and how to solve it. Let's continue this conversation. Welcome back, Gwen. Thank you, Anastasia. We talked about the various medical models we have available to us and how each has their their strengths and weaknesses. And energy medicine is slightly different in that the core of it doesn't depend on medications or potions, although they can help. It depends instead on moving the I've experienced this work with you and doing daily daily exercises in energy are really, really powerful, even just listening to your audios. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I always tell people to develop uh, little quick habits that take more energy to remember to do them than to actually do them. And they make a big difference. So, for example, just uh, just getting and smiling. There's a two-way conversation between your what your body is doing and and what's going on in your body hormonally. So if you smile, you actually start releasing happy hormones and it starts relaxing you and it will lower your blood pressure in a very short order. So Yeah, exactly. Right. So one of, so some of the strengths of energy medicine, just for people to get really clear on it. Some of the strengths are is that they can find an issue long before they develop. And what I mean by that is uh, almost 100 years ago, one doctor was actually measuring the energy fields around animals and plants, especially animals. He started with mice and salamanders and things, and he saw that um, embryos would have the energy field of the full-grown adult the shape would be the size of the full-grown adult. And by knowing this, and, you know, he used it with really crude instruments because it was the 1930s, really simple instruments. And that actually starts starts down the conversation of evolution or creation, and it starts to argue in the favor of actually creation because there is no physical reason for something the size of a single um, fertilized egg to have, there's no physical reason for it to have the full-grown uh, shape of an adult, the energy field of an adult around it. So that is, speaks to that there is an intelligence that's helping create the 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 life forms but who who knows how that happened that's there's still a lot that needs to be known but it's a really it's thought provoking that this actually happened and one thing that happens is that 
your energy field will shift dramatically if you've been introduced to a toxin or cancer cells, for example. And this particular doctor had introduced some cancer cells into mice and their energy fields shifted immediately. They shrank immediately. There was a problem immediately that was immediately registered. And that and the, the mouse didn't develop cancer until some time later. So that means that you can detect energetically uh, what's going on in the body long before it actually manifests physically. What that also means that if you get exposed to it, you can shift yourself energetically back to full health without ever getting it. Which is fantastic. Exactly. I, I wanted to cover you know, some of the things that you actually handle for clients. Um, you know, I, I, I love the science and, and this knowledge. But what, what specifically can somebody expect help with with energy medicine? Well, so it, it's, it runs the full gamut. I have had people come to me with high blood sugar, type 2 diabetes, and it wasn't being controlled by any of the medications, even though he was taking metformin and glimepiride, which are both blood, blood, blood sugar controls. And uh, he was about to go on insulin, which uh, causes a very uh, slow but definite decline with time. And um, within one, yeah. So one, yes. So one session with me, one session was a one fifty-minute session. Um, The following, the following week, like I do one session a week with people that work with me at the beginning one session his blood sugar dropped by 50 points and he was eating the same things doing the same exercise taking the same medication but one session dropped his blood sugar by 50 points so it was up it was up over 200 it dropped to 150 and normal is 80 to 120 for humans and then um, over the next two months, it dropped down to um, 120 after meal. So he was down to a normal blood sugar level after working with me for a while because we had shifted his energy. And I I told him some things to do and I gave him some healing audios, but he didn't really need to do them for that particular thing to happen because that was in the first session. Then other times people have dropped their blood blood pressure. They have, uh, when they've had um, failing kidneys, I've brought those back to life from being on the kidney transplant list to fully functioning kidneys. I've had, wow. right, I've had people, and that was an inherited disease. <laughs> I've had people with asthma after one and a half hours, uh, that person was able to breathe for the first time, uh, you know, deeply breathe for the first time in 10 years. And, um, you know, and then there are, there are so many others. I had one person who had 10 years of migraines and no matter what uh, model she went under, she had two times surgery. She had, uh, she went to every kind of alternative and a regular kind of doctor she could find to figure out why she was having the migraines. And after two sessions with me, the migraines have really pretty much disappeared off of her life. So this was suffering 10 years. Astonishing. Right. And, 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 um, right. And, and that was pretty much over. And then I created a little, 
audio for her that when she feels it to come on, it's a 25-minute audio. It's available for sale on my website, for example, um, for releasing pain out of the body. And I have tried it for all kinds of pain, and it reduces it better than any analgesic. So you don't have to take chemicals. You just have to sit and listen for 25 minutes. And Yeah, and, and yeah I've, I've used that, that audio, and it is very helpful when my back was in spasm. Super right. helpful. Right. And so I gave that to her. So when she feels it coming on, she lays down, listens to the audio and the migraine doesn't come on. So, you know, that those kinds of things. And I've helped I've helped a, a woman shrink a tumor overnight. So she didn't need surgery. She was about to have some very dangerous back surgery and it disappeared um, even though they had imaged it three times in the previous month and said, oh, yeah, it's definitely there. And then I told her after she worked with me for one two-hour session, she went in and I said, make sure they re-image your back because I think the tumor is gone. And sure enough, they couldn't find it. It was gone. So she didn't need surgery. So, yeah, so that, you know, it's like it runs the whole gamut of what things can do. But here, here is something that is really interesting to note. Um, one of my very first cases that was um, four years ago, one of my very first cases, and this was a big case. I had done a lot of little stuff, but uh, this was a case where my parents came to me and said, hey, you know, um, our friend, her, her son is in the hospital. He's been in a bad car accident, and he's had a brain injury, and he's got a broken arm and a broken leg. And, you know, can you do anything for him? And I took some, like, I felt this weight on my chest, like, oh, my God, what a responsibility. You know, it's one thing to help somebody's blood sugar drop because there's no immediate danger, but it's another thing, or to help someone breathe, but it's another thing to bring somebody back from the brink of death. And that was, that was really, really frightening. And um, so I went in there and I could tell that the doctors had saved him, had put uh, these cold blankets on him to lower his his pressure to help relieve the the pressure in his brain to prevent brain damage. But he was he was in a coma, and um, I started to work on him, and I could tell that his he was ready to die. He wanted to die because he had a really tough life. I've known him since he was a little boy, so I. <laughs> I started to work on him and, and, uh, you know, to make a long story short, he, uh, the week later, his doctor said to his parents, kiss him goodbye because he's not going to make it. And the interesting thing is that his, his body vitals, what I read, the body vitals dropped precipitously after that. So I would go every two hours and I would check on him. Um, you know, remotely, I went in the first time and actually was in his presence, but I checked on him remotely and I kept bolstering his, his vitals. And uh, then I got the message that he was going to wake up on May 5th. And so, and that was our Easter. And on the morning of May 6th, they walked in and found him sitting up awake and hungry. So, so, and and I know that he was hooked up to dial. So you could actually see yes. what, 
that what you were doing was actually making a difference. So it's not a coincidence. Right. So the dials, so there were lots of alarms and dials and all kinds. He was hooked up to all kinds of stuff. And I didn't know there were like a lot of ringy dingies going on. And I didn't know what they were. And, and I noticed as I was standing next to him that all the bells stopped ringing. And I'm going, oh, that's interesting. Oh, gee, I wonder what those are. And I started noticing how the dials were all changing as I was doing the work on him. And I go, oh, this is really cool for a geek like me to note, <laughs> to note the dials. And the one that dropped the most was the intracranial pressure. It dropped by a factor of three. And that was the one that had the loudest alarm on it. And that was the one that prompted the doctor to say he probably wouldn't live because there was so much pressure on his brain. It was causing brain damage. And that was the right. thing that, that I actually reversed that situation. And I don't know why and I don't know how, but I just trusted the process. And I did my thing, the the protocols that I developed, a lot of stuff I've learned and some of the protocols I developed. And sure enough, you know, he, he's still uh, doing well today. He's still alive and healthy today. So, and is he happy to be alive? Oh, is yeah. He he's, well, not only so that. His life has actually changed um, from, from the rough life that he had. But yeah, the, well, actually, well. actually, that did because in the process, so a lot of the healing you know, it's not just physical healing. It's also emotional, mental, um, things that you inherit, the energetic patterns you come into life with, your childhood experiences. All of that energy also got shifted. I removed, um, you know, genetic patterns that he inherited. Um, he had a very violent grandfather. So I removed that that pattern out of his body. Um you know, I could read all of that. He had a very difficult childhood because he's the oldest and when the most was expected of him. And I removed all of those, all of those responsibility and genetic patterns that was making him go nuts. And when he came out, his mother was commenting over and over again, oh my gosh, I have my beautiful boy back and the relationship is better than ever. Like they never had this he's in his 50s so from his teens to his okay. 50s he had a very difficult relationship with both of his parents and that completely went away so he was not just wow. well but better than ever and um, well and i i know that um for, for people listening they're like this is like so astonishing and you know it sounds like there's so much hope and and there is i mean there's so much available in energy work but are downsides to energy work what what can you share about energy work that maybe, you know, if somebody's thinking, oh, this sounds too good to be true, let's balance that for them. Yes, so, so the downside of energy work is, first of all, um, it's really unregulated and uh, different healers know completely different things. Many of them don't know anything about biochemistry or physiology or even physics to even understand how the energy is shifting for people. Many of them don't, uh, don't have really good ethical boundaries and they'll do healings on people and, and they haven't asked for them nor wanted them. Like I'll ask somebody if they complain of something and I'll say, would you like help with that? And some of them actually yeah. say no. Some of them say no and you have to respect that. And as much as I care for the person and as much as I want to help them, I have to let it go and respect their decision. And uh, some, some husbands or wives will come to me and say, can you heal my partner? 
and um and i say well do you have power of attorney and they'll say no and then i'll say well i can't do anything for you unless they request it themselves when they become an adult and that's because as a healer you can take on those problems that those people had you can take them on because they're the universe is somehow a place of balance and when you take something away from an adult that has not made that decision, you can take that on. So that makes a lot of healers actually sick. So getting help yeah. from a sick healer is not the healthiest thing for you to do. So we have ethical well, problems. You, you actually train healers how to, to heal and ask permission and clear themselves. Yes. And so that's, and where the organs and glands are in the body. So I do, I do all of that. The needs to know that. Right, I do all of that. And uh, there was one last problem, you know, aside from ethical boundaries and unregulated and uh, being sick and healing without, well, that was the ethical boundaries, um, and not knowing physiology or biochemistry. Um, a lot of healers... Uh, don't understand the 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 energetic exchange that has to happen so they don't ask for enough enough money for what they're offering you have to equate it with what it is worth to the person and and so some of them will only charge like 40 or 50 dollars an hour and their work is worth a whole lot more than that and so you know, I've done some really amazing things with being able to heal the physical because I've taken care of all of those issues. Like I'm really healthy. I have a healthy attitude. I have a very high frequency um, while I'm healing, especially. And, and so I teach yeah, and, people and, and all that. And you also have a language that speaks to oh, the yes. medical yeah. as well as to, to potential clients instead of being all weird and alienated and woo and, and all of that. Exactly. And that's the problem is that you can scare your clients away, potential clients away, because I um, because you're using a language that they don't get. Like, oh, your chakras are out of alignment. Nobody knows what that means. If you if you go up to uh, an accountant, let's say, and you tell them, you know, your chakras are out of alignment, they're going to look at you like what? And how can right? And how can you how can you have them work with you? Um, because you're scaring them first of all, and second of all, you're confusing them because they don't even know what that means. But uh, if instead you used a language that they understand, like when I talk about relationships, I always say, you know, we're built to interact with one another, and here's how. And so then I explain, not only do we have, you know, the five senses that are for interaction, but we also have an energy body that's built for interaction, and here's how. And then they go, wow, that makes total sense. I did not know that. And I go, yeah, and there's research backing it all up. So using that kind of language can engage people in a much more, on a much more profound level, and they buy into the healing because some people come and they're total skeptics like you really have to believe in it for it to work and that's not true either but there's because there's lots of evidence to show that you don't need to believe in it you don't need to ascribe to a belief system because i've worked with people in all religions and some atheists and so it doesn't matter (laughs) so right having the language so so now let's get back to my, my coma case. So here we have 
an intersection of conventional medicine and energy medicine to create a positive result. Now, if if energy, if if doctors were aware, and we need to use rebel doctors, if doctors were aware of what the possibilities of energy medicine were, and and also the medical establishment where we could run real tests to show on people that are trained to understand and do these things, you know, like people that are trained in some of my methods, for example. There are other po- powerful trainers, too. But, um, you know, I, I am gearing towards training future healers because I want to have more healers in the world. There are not enough of us that are, you know, they're trained in only limited modalities, and I want them trained in all aspects and create a standard create a set of standards right where where people can go yeah so the standard will actually allow healers to bridge the gap with the with the conventional medicine yes exactly yeah and you don't have to be a genius in physics because i can show you i've taught physics to non-majors and artists and stuff and i can show you how how those interactions work and the thing is that the clearer something is in your mind and the clear pathway and set of protocols and you know the whole process the clearer that is and the more standardized it is because every doctor goes through this in their training the easier it is to bring a positive result and so I, I have, um, I'm opening up classes just for that. It's a brand new class. It's going to incorporate the old, cl- the old stuff that I taught, but I'm also going to include the, the ethics. I'm going to include, um, you know, a lot of things about what's good in one set of medicine versus another set of medicine so we can have clear boundaries. And then when somebody is in trouble... Um, like has a tumor, they can get the help with energy and they don't need to go through the dangerous surgery, right? Or they, if, if right. somebody has had a stroke, like I, I did a lot of healing on my dad after he had his stroke and uh, he is now walking around without his walker a lot of times. He'll forget, oh, I don't have my walker. He's 86. He's still basically living alone. <laughs> so yeah, that's a testament, testament right there. Exactly. So for people, uh, you know, it would be great to have rebel doctors that are tired of seeing the same patients year after year and not get better and only get worse. Like that would be a great example. It would also be awesome to bring in teachers to help uh, spread the word and um, also bring in other healers so they can Um, Some of the healers that I brought in, they had 20 years experience but never healed anything physical. And the one healer I brought in in the first two weeks, she helped a woman with stage 4 cancer shrink her tumors by 60%. And that was in two weeks. And she goes, this is amazing. I could never do this before. So if we can bring more healers in up to a level where they can handle this, this would be really awesome. So I'd love to talk. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the class, and um, <laughs> yeah, what can you tell us about that so that we can start bridging this gap? Well, uh, the best way to do that is to go to scientifichealer.com forward slash contact and write me a note. 
um, and tell me what your interests are and I will make an appointment with you and we can chat on the phone. I don't have anything formal yet because the class hasn't begun. I will give you access to some old classes if you decide to join me. And the other thing that I'm planning on doing is opening up a two-year residency program, which means you come every three months or so for a, a three-day weekend, and we do practice with one another. And there you'll get healings directly from me. You'll get demonstrations. You'll get uh, massages and good food and things like that and walking to help with your you know to help heal you when you come and you go the same place scientifichealer.com forward slash contact to get in touch with me to learn more about that and I plan on, on starting that before the end of the year so this is Fantastic. all so scientifichealer.com slash contact right contact and you can just go on to scientifichealer.com and go to the menu item that says contact <laughs> or go to the, I think, the bottom of the page, but I think mainly uh, the contact. And that's all we have time for. I'm so grateful that you were here, Gwen. You uh, added a lot of really interesting tidbits to the conversation, and I'm really exciting, excited about really getting this going because I got the little message from above, you are going to impact <laughs> global medicine, and I think this is a good place to start, don't you think? I think it's a fantastic place to start. I've been wanting to do it myself for a long time, and so I will ride on your coattails. How's that? <laughs> I think we need I'll to be, be one of those people that steps up to heal to, to be able to do this healing. Okay, it's awesome. It's coming in stronger and stronger for me as well. Okay, awesome. So thank you for listening to Scientific Healing and for our wonderful guest host, Gwen Leppard. Let's you and I connect. Go to scientifichealer.com to download a powerful Wake Up Your Brain healing audio. This is Dr. Anastasia Choplis. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Choplis. Join us again next week for more expert guidance and practical tools to energize your life. Now take a deep breath and release it slowly before you go about your day.